One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello everyone, welcome to Redman TV and welcome to the Around the League podcast. Today with me, Ross Chanley, joined by Bailey. Hello. Because uh, Bertie Boy Ben is busy. With his birthday? Bertie wow. Boy Ben is busy, yeah. It's his birthday and he's got some uni thing on, so he's not... Bothered to apparently uni's more important. Priorities are no, all over the no. place, aren't they? Even around Christmas as no, well. He's gonna fail. That's how he gets his third, isn't it? By going to uni and, and not yeah. not uni. No, not going to uni. Anyway, um usual start. Last time it was Bailey's brain teaser. Yeah, the what this one actually was. So far today. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now it's Lauren's Lauren's brain teaser. Yeah. Got nothing. So the first one is what has to be broken before it can be used? Silence. Well, good answer though. Yeah. A fire alarm. Oh, that's ah. a really good shit. That's like an orthodox. Yeah. We'll come back to that then. A promise. No. A hymen. No. Okay, too far. <laughs> Might have to cut that out. Explicit. <laughs> Just say it, Amy. Of course you were. We were on the same level yeah. at some point there, thinking yeah. it outside the box. Yeah. It's a food. Oh, fuck. I feel stupid. Coconut? No. It has to be broken before it can be used. Yeah. An egg? Yeah. Uh. Do you want another one? No. Yeah. No, I want no. another one, Ross. I'm, I'm disappointed. Okay, though. go on then. Jimmy's mother had three children. Oh, no. What have the I got myself into? The first was called April. The second was called May. What was the name of the third? No. Wait, read the, what was the first part? Jimmy's mother had three children. The first was called... Jimmy. Jimmy? Yeah. Oh. See, just make sure we never get her on the podcast because no. this will be a 30-minute segment. Third and final one, then we'll discuss around the league. Yeah. That's what the podcast is called. Um, what begins with T, ends with T, and has T in it? I nearly said... Teat. I was going to say twat. <laughs> but well, I have no idea. It's my, my mind's... Not working today. Yeah, mind blown. Yeah, go on. You, go. you have done. You've you've done what you've meant to do, and you've blown a mind. Yeah. So please enlighten us. Yeah. What have we got? This is like the worst live studio audience you could ever ask for. Right it? around the league, Bailey. Um, yes. We will go through the results in a second. No problem. Um, but unfortunately, something something happened on Saturday tea time, and I don't think you can go and notice. It's been everywhere in the media. Yeah. Um, that's of course the Raheem Sterling uh, incident. So, mm-hmm. 
Um, first of all, I think we can all agree in this room that it's an absolute disgrace what it's happened. Um, you don't have to be a professional lip reader to work out what the prick said. Yeah. Um, my, my thoughts on this are Chelsea need to make an example out of that person. Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure what what's in their remit or what they can do bar banning him. Um, and you can't tar a whole fan base with that, but they've obviously got previous Chelsea yeah. that have done no, it before. I remember that I said it comes to mind the train situation. Yeah, wasn't it? in Paris when they were pushing that guy off there. And again, it's not. We know it's not every Chelsea fan. Um, what do you think needs to be done to prevent this, and can it be prevented? I'm sick of the whole. Oh, I'll give them a lifetime ban. Blah blah blah. Kick them out of football because it's it's more it's deeper than that, isn't yeah. it? If you've got if you can go to a game and set, it wasn't just one man was it it was five no, or six, five or six. Yeah, this, yeah. this one man that was highlighted obviously you can stand ten yards away from someone and scream that much abuse at someone it's, it's, it goes deeper than just football at yeah. that point it's, you've got clearly some agenda or something wrong with you that needs to be addressed whether that be by the police whether it be by the hospital because yeah. that's it's, it's to, to have that ingrained in your head as that's your go to to put somebody off, and and that is just your your natural sort of. So it's just your mindset. Yeah, yeah, it's banning someone from football. It's it's football needs to stand for more than that because it's not like I said, it's not. It's this doesn't revolve around football. This is a, a, an issue that's happening with Raheem Sterling repeatedly now, yeah. and and black players in football in general now. And I think if Chelsea, because they, they're with somebody a team that's got a history for it, um, which is a shame, but for them to really put their foot down and set an example now and maybe go further than a ban, mm. I think that could be massive for the Premier League and just football in general. Yeah, and th- th- but that fella is so ignorant and so thick. Yeah. He's on the front row. Sterling's right in front of him. Playing this day, cameras on it. Yeah, exactly. How the fuck are you not going to recognise what's going on? But like I said, that's that's his attitude and that's his mindset. Yeah. Oh, he obviously doesn't care, and that's mm. that's what his thoughts are. Never mind what he's actually said. Yeah. To to be that open about it, I think it's completely disgusting. Yeah. Um, you alluded to it there about uh, Raheem Sterling. I put on the notes, poor Sterling. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a comment or a tweet that was put out by someone that said, you know, this was all started by Liverpool fans and and stuff, and I can like. Yeah. Again, you can't tar every every fan base or whatever. No, um, sorry, every fan in a fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was pissed off with Sterling when he left because I'll, I'll be honest, I was I was bitter yeah. and pissed off that he chose to go to Man City, out given the platform he was given at Liverpool, yeah. the quality player that he was, and he kind of in my mindset. <clears throat> Probably being quite naive about it, thought he's you no, know, he's gone to go and chase money. Mm-hmm. Well, he clearly hasn't because he's improved as a footballer, yeah. even like since last season alone. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, he's probably a um, what's the word I'm looking for? A star for so many kids. Oh, an icon. So yeah, an icon for for kids. An icon for where he's come from, his background, what he's yeah. done for his family, for even for the minority of of, of black people. Mm-hmm. Yet he gets shot down by the media. So first of all, has this been started by Liverpool fans? Do you think <laughs> it's I, ridiculous? I mean, you look at. Like you've, like you've said, Ross. I mean, it's uh, it's uh, anything that can happen. I mean, we were in a time where we were we'd lost Suarez. We'd we'd Serling was our sort of last big hope player, and City come in. They've they've got the money. They offered fifty, and he took it. And at that time, it was like it was it was harder to take during because of the things that had happened prior to the summer. But it was it was football yeah. again. This is this is where I'm trying to tie the line between football and bigger than football. Yeah, and. That was purely you see you see a player go to a rival because we knew he would we'd probably kick on. I mean, he was doing really well there. It took him a while, but since Guardiola's come in, he's, he's, he's his ceiling's massive. Yeah. Mm. He's he's been fantastic. But you then look at sort of the the difference between Sterling uh, 
leaving a football club and then Sterling then for some reason being portrayed by the media as just I don't know what it is it's like a scapegoat almost yeah. it's like he's, he's literally hounded for two years now going on two years I mean there was a there was a thread on Twitter and it was literally pulling up every single thing that Reem Sterling had done from going out uh, for breakfast after oh, the yeah. player awards and yeah. any time that the media can get a, get an article out about Sterling they will yeah. And it's it's disgusting, and it's I I, I generally feel for Sterling because I mean when we look when we when we're in the stadium we're playing City Sterling gets cheers to put him off because we know how good but he that's is. That's nothing to do with his race. That's no. his next football circumstances. Yeah. Left of people being bitter, but that's, that's part of football. Exactly. Isn't it? Yeah. And I think we we genuinely know how good he is. Like you, you see him against teams like Arsenal, teams like well, not Chelsea, but it's Tottenham. He's he, he can tear teams apart on his own, yeah. and we we know that we've seen it first time what he's done for us, and I think. Having that as leverage, as a, just a purely football perspective of just trying to put someone off their footballing game, that's where the difference is. Yeah. And to try and tar Liverpool fans as sort of the perpetuators for something like this is disgusting. No, when in fact the actual perpetuators are the, the media. mainstream media. Yeah. The mainstream media in this country is a fucking disgrace. Yeah. You just yeah. you made several comments there about stuff that's happened before of man eats breakfast. Who gives a shit? Yep. Man, man gets a good on, on his tattoo. Uh, gun tattoo on his leg yep. who gives a shit yep. he's bought a house he's done He's done so much and the stuff that doesn't get covered of or does get little coverage compared to that is stuff that he does for the community yep. because Charity. he does do stuff yep. and he has to do stuff as part of his club does not get covered in the same extent that mm-hmm. clickbait shite gets for, for newspapers because they're desperate for the clicks yep. it's bullshit um, I feel so sorry for him and the final point in there was I don't know how he's ignored that and I'm not sure that's that's been Pointed out of literally where you are. Yeah, if someone if someone had said something on that offensive level to you, yeah, to have the the restraint. Yeah, the restraint, the mindset to just carry on playing football. I think, I think he might have even smiled and laughed. He did. Yeah, because oh, I don't know what else he's supposed to do. Because if he does something else, he's obviously going to get himself into shit. Yeah. But like it's 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 horrible because you you almost want to say it was immensely professional, and that's disgusting to have to say that about yeah. a footballer. The way that he come out, the way that he just has to accept sometimes that. You are if you are of that race, then in you, 2018, that's in, fucking bullshit. Yeah, in 2018, you have to deal with that in football, and that's that's again to come back to the point between football and bigger than football. Is you shouldn't be a player, and you shouldn't be thinking in your head, right? Well, I can't react here. I can't kick out mm. because it will look negatively on me, it'll look negatively on my team, and in, and and inevitably, if he kicks out about that. That's what the media will cover. Oh yeah, it'll, his, be, it'll be his blame. Yeah, 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 it'll be him kicking out. Raheem Sterling can't control himself after yeah. claims, and the people won't be looked into. But the fact he's kept his head mm. and he's been really professional. He came out on Instagram and made a really, really nice professional comment about it that, mm-hmm. that, that, that I think a lot of people. Which has been Twitter. quoted by the same newspapers that have fucking slagged him off for having some fucking breakfast as well. Yeah, biggest hypocrites going, yeah. mate. And it's 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 at this point now where the media aren't going to back him, so no. the football club has to put their foot down yeah. and they need to say, look. Do you think that's a, a football club Premier League? Need to come together to yeah massively. to do something. I miss massively. I mean, if 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 you really want, I mean, it's it's happened with us with Brewster, and it's I'm sure it's happened with countless of the teams in the league. You've got to accept that a, a, such a big majority of this uh, Premier League is of international players. Yeah, and if you can't accept that, then why do you support your team? Yeah, at the end of the day, football is bigger than race and. Yeah. Unless team, unless clubs can band together, like if they can come together and give Richard Scudamore two hundred and fifty grand in a collective, they can come together and put their heads together and say, "Look, we need to do something about yeah. this problem." And the sooner it's fixed, the better, because it's it's something that in twenty eighteen needs to go. Do the baffling thing for me is that this fella has said what he said, and obviously I'm not going to repeat it. Yeah, but there was a black fella stood five seats yeah. away from him. 
There's a yeah. black Chelsea players. For fuck's sake. <laughs> the best player in Golo Kante. And it's like, would you... Well, you wouldn't do it to him, would you? No. And it's, it's like you say, it goes back to that instinctive. When you're 10 yards away from someone, what's the first thing that comes to your mind to put somebody off? I'm all for calling someone a fucking knobhead when they're, yeah. they're in front of me, but that's just a completely different level. Yeah. Go and do that. So, um, it's disgusting. I personally don't know. You can you can stamp it out. It comes to a point where isn't it where where you have the say no to racism and kick racism out of football yeah. movement is brilliant. Yeah, but then it's there's difference between all talk and no action. And yeah. it's the football clubs. It's the players. They are the need ones. to be seen to do something, yeah. but the, it's, it shouldn't take or like no, obviously not going to listen to this conversation. Yeah. But it shouldn't take public view to go. That's not right. We need to do yeah. something about this. Yeah, exactly. And it's like it's it, it's the point now where the only people that really the media aren't going to listen. I mean, they 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 flip flat between Slate and Sterling and taking Sterling's side, and it's the side of we can't trust the media. We can't trust uh, the, the, the players themselves. Can't do it on their own. No. And the fans are behind this entire movement. They always have been, mm. but it's now the only middleman that's left is the clubs to fully come together and say, look, it, it, this has to stop. And if if it doesn't, then more than a ban needs to occur yeah. because it's not it's happened for countless years now and it's clearly not working No, so we need and, to go and, and some of the Chelsea fans as well I'm, I'm pretty sure if I heard someone next to me say that I'm either saying something to him yep. or I'm going to go find the nearest student that sounds like a, a grass and I don't give a, don't really care because there's, there's just no place no. for that no, it's really not like I say it's the fact that you say you alluded to the fact that there was a guy that was five seats down from him mm. that was black and it's mm. sort of like if you can sit there that calmly, it makes you wonder how often does this occur? Yeah. How, uh, whether they're groups but that's why Sterling's reacted the way that he's done because he must get it week in, week out. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, it's, it's Chelsea have sort of thought they've had their hand forced here because, I mean, when you've got the train situation, you could ice, that's an isolated group of fans that you can say, that's not us. That doesn't Terry represent well. Chelsea as a Yeah. Mm. That doesn't represent Chelsea as a brand. Mm. This is people in your stadium, in the place that you are supposed to represent your footballing community. And by you not taking. Uh, a step forward more than just a ban and saying look this is the last time we're getting done for this this is the last time we should be negatively associated with this sort of an issue otherwise they're just Chelsea in my eyes are going to hold this this negative sort of persona that they've generated for themselves over over the last number of years and it's it's really sad and I just I really hope that we we see something A for Sterling and I hope he gets some some um, sort of what's not the word reward but Recognition. Recognition, yeah. that's the one. So for, for coming out and saying, look, doing it doing it the, the mature way, in the way that he shouldn't have to do, but he's forced to do as a footballer. And then hopefully we can move on from this and hopefully get somewhere in football that we never yeah. see an instant like this again. There was an instant the other week, wasn't there? Was it uh, Arsenal? Or someone Banana thrown, was thrown at Aubameyang, um, yeah. And this is within a week apart. Yeah, it's disgraceful. Um, like you said, credit to Raheem Sterling. Yeah. It's just a, a real shame. Um, it also highlights the... About a positive thing for social media, not the incident itself, but the fact that it went viral and everyone's seen it has mm. highlighted what an actual disgrace it is. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. So credit for team sailing. So we'll we'll move on. Uh, results we'll go through. Yep, cool. Liverpool four, Bournemouth nil. Look at that right at the top. Uh, Arsenal win again. Uh, they're the- a fine form. I have on the agenda. Just split off and, and put the table underneath. So. Oh. 
Ben doesn't do this shit, does he? No, he really doesn't. Uh, Burnley finally won a game as well, Brighton Hove Albion. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a mate who's a Burnley fan, and he's, he's dice out for some reason. Oh, really? Um, Cardiff won, Southampton nil, Southampton a shit. Yep. Man United 4, Fulham 1, which we'll come to yeah. in a second, is our next one. West Ham 3, Crystal Palace 2, Chelsea 2, Man City 0, <laughs> and uh, Leicester 0, Tottenham 2. Yes. Um, Going to start with Man United. Um, I don't know what you, what you saw from the weekend. Yeah, oh, I saw the, I saw most of the game. Um, they played decent football. They scored more than one goal. They looked like they wanted to attack the goal. <laughs> Mark Goldbridge lost his shit. It's so hard to not be sort of patriotic about this, isn't it? Because it's it's talking about Man United, like you should talk about Man United, but so far away from what Man United are. Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean. And I mean they they played Lukaku scored, which is the first shock. That's how shit full of Yeah, yep. I mean. For his, did you see it for his goal? Yeah. I mean, he drags, they, they, ball comes out wide, cuts the ball back in the box, and the Lukaku and three other players have broken their line before they've even seen the ball come in. Yeah. The Fulham, the Fulham can't defend categorically. No. Um, but no, I think United played really good football. Um, Ashley Young's first goal was brilliant. First goal at Old Trafford for over two years. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. That's how bad Fulham are. <laughs> Every point we make, yeah. we need to reiterate how Fulham. bad Fulham are. Well, they conceded a lot of goals, Fulham, um, the most in the league so far, the bottom yeah. of the table, yeah. the struggling, which kind of uh, highlights that it's not that good a win for Manchester United, or is it? Or is it something they need? Because, uh, again... It was Ranieri's, like, Ranieri and um, Mourinho have got a bit of a spat sort of thing, don't they? Oh, have they? Yeah, they Mine's have. 24 goal difference, they're on. Yeah, it's terrible. On I mean, nine, nine points. What's the spat? I mean, they've had... Since he's been at Leicester, I think they've had a little bit of a... I think it goes back to when they were uh, managers back in Spain. But I know they've got a, a bit of a mini-feud that, that gets sort okay, of built up. And so I was pumped for this one. Yeah, and uh, to be honest, it was it was a case of, for me, why matter? Like, yeah. I think him coming into that team, I've got a lot of friends that are big United fans. and they, uh, They've they got a lot of midfielders, haven't they? And you don't, you don't hear anything of... Um, who's the fellow they bought in the summer? Fred. Yeah, he who's, hasn't who's, who's bought to unlock yes. Pogba. <laughs> he was, wasn't he? That's, that's the thing. He's like, you don't don't see him playing. Everyone was yeah. like jizzing when when they signed. Yeah. Like, I don't don't hear his name. I don't hear Alexis Sanchez week in week out like he no. used to when he was at Arsenal. Yeah, Lukaku for ninety million pounds. Like I'm pretty sure he tried to pass the ball back to someone else, but it ended up in the goal. Yeah, um, it's a myth. Like, me, me and Ben had this conversation for weeks of of, of where Manchester United are at. And if it, again, just going back to the table, they are sixth. Eight points behind fifth place. They're doing well in this little mini league between Everton and Bournemouth and Leicester, aren't they? The top in that. Just well, Everton are playing tonight, so they might even end up seventh later on tonight. So it's just nice. I can just I can just sit here and look at oh, that for a long that's time. That's the thing, right? I, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Goldbridge. Yeah, guilty pleasure. Yeah. Um, two things that he said is, don't be deceived. We've just played Fulham, who are shit. So yeah, don't, don't be carried away. And before that, he said, I'm looking at the Everton and Bournemouth results or fixtures every week to see if he can get up to sixth that, I said that to my, sums up where Manchester United are at the minute I said this so after our stunning 4-0 victory at Bournemouth I most got a hat-trick yep. uh, I said to my friends because I I live in a I live in a house in first year and second year with me myself and two massive United fans so what a shame every, actually it was a shame but this season's been brilliant oh, uh, okay, I literally right, yeah. I literally said to them um I, f- I can't. I feel like I can't come into this group chat anymore and gloat because it, I feel sorry for you all. And literally, literally said, it's um, th- this. It has literally become a case of we'll, 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 we'll uh, leapfrog Bournemouth now because yeah. they are literally focused on this, this mini league. That is their level this season, mm. and it's crazy, isn't it? 
that we just and that's what I mean. I, it's come to the point with me as a Liverpool, Liverpool fan that I don't get a rise out of them anymore because they're just so they've just accepted defeat. Yeah. They've, they've turned into basically what Liverpool are in the nineties, and they're thinking yeah. like, as Mourinho's talking about getting fourth place, and like, I don't see any signs. No. Only because well the way that they're playing, Everton are playing decent football at the minute, and then you look at Arsenal, Chelsea, Spurs, City, and us. There's, there's no way that I don't think they'll get sixth, let alone let alone fourth, no. mate. I think no. ever, the way Everton are playing, I mean, credit to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it pays you to say, but when we saw them, at the, it'll be interesting to see them at Anfield. Obviously, having the, the two comparisons a couple of weeks apart, but Everton gave us a really good game. Yeah, I mean, if United can come there and do the same, but it's a different style of the story, isn't it? When you've got when it's a when it's a Liverpool United derby, the sort of Form goes out the window, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, we're going to come on to that in a bit. Um, where do you sit with the Mourinho debate then? Because there was more rumours at the weekend that he, he was getting replaced. Um, I'm not sure where from. I'm, I, I don't know. I haven't made it up because I did see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, there was some debate about, around his, his pay packet. So we just discussed there about them getting top four. Mm-hmm. Would you get rid of him now? Change the atmosphere around the club, around him, and get someone else in and, and take the hit? Mm. Or would you risk get finishing sixth or seventh and getting rid of him in the summer? Or the other debate was I think I might, I might even be on fucking talk sports, so forgive me for for watching that. Mm-hmm. Um, Pogba is the other debate, and Pogba seems to be the the big problem in the dressing room or between Where Mourinho going, and Pogba, yeah. and the egos are clashing. He, he's having these little digs in, in press conferences, and everyone's mm. going that's aimed at Pogba. Yeah, Mourinho for me, I think he's bad news. I mean, he. I had it was literally the same group chat that my United fans are in, and he literally—I think it was after their last Champions League defeat—and um, there he comes in into the group chat and he's like, "I'm done. Like I'm officially—I've I, backed the manager for so long now, and I can't—I can't deal with this performance anymore." Because I think it was actually it was the game that he threw the bottles at the floor. Okay, yeah. So and he—he—he he, he was like, um, "It's it, the, the the persona that he brings around the club is is baffling. Like he doesn't know whether to stick up for his plays, doesn't know whether to." have a go at his players in the press he doesn't know I don't think the guy knows himself where his head's at no. I think he he doesn't like, know his best team either he doesn't it? know his best team he doesn't know he doesn't, he doesn't have to play football anymore he's 10 yeah. years out of date that guy yeah. and he's, he's literally looking at himself and he's going right well I could play really badly and get a payout or I can try and do really well and get a contract extension and try and get the team back into where they're going but he, he, it's, the team is lost yeah. like it's, it's to the point now where it could literally go either way but for me I said to my friends, this was about six weeks, six weeks, eight weeks ago, that they should have got rid then. I mean, yeah. you, you either get rid early, give someone time to assess the squad, maybe replace in January if they've got the backing of, like uh, of the Glazers. Like Fulham have done. Yeah, like Fulham have done. But now you're going, if, you, if you're debating getting rid, in, rid now, so close to January, you've got, no, you're giving this new guy no time to, to assess his team. He could come in, say you get a Zidane, yeah. for, for, for manager's sake, and he, he comes in and he's like, what are you doing here? You're playing Pogba as a DM, you're playing Sanchez as a left wing forward. He should be up here, he should be here. And you don't even have to buy anyone. Yeah. Because you, you, the team's fine, it's just not been utilised properly. It's, so it, it's the mentality and the psych- psychology behind Mourinho, which is baffling. I'm pretty isn't it? sure we do this every week. I used to have so much respect for the guy yep. when he was like first at Chelsea and you know, they had an influx of money and stuff, but he was winning stuff and he went mm-hmm. into like, well, Porto won stuff, Chelsea won stuff, Inter Milan won stuff, mm-hmm. Real Madrid won stuff, and you're thinking, Jesus Christ, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Now, and I don't know if it's exacerbated because of the way Jurgen Klopp is mm. in conferences with his players, you can see it on the pitch. Mm-hmm. It's just a stark contrast between someone who's dead happy and some miserable fuck. Yeah. And you're thinking if, if, if I was working for him, it would affect the way that I, I do my work. And he's throwing yeah. people under the bus left, right, and centre, which brings it back to the Pogba thing of 
I don't. I I believe he didn't want Pogba. Didn't know he did. Didn't. Okay. I I I think that Pogba was just a massive PR marketing sort of. Yeah. Get the money in. Get, get the Adidas yeah. sponsors. Yeah. To sell shirts, get young kids coming in to come and watch the games because they want to see Pogba because he's he's the icon, he's the image for for modern football because yep. that's what he was at the time. Yep. He was brilliant in um, for France in the World Cup and the he Euros and whatever. Yeah. And he's 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 like the go go to image. And then there was the the. Um, I said this a few times now, but the Liverpool Man United game when it was at Old Trafford, hmm. and around the electric boards, they had the hashtag Pogba and the Pogba emoji. And you're thinking it's the biggest game in world football, in my opinion. Obviously, yep. it's up for debate. Yep. And you sent it round. One man. One man, a fucking haircut or whatever. And I have no doubt and that he, he's, he's got the ability, but he's being restricted to what he can do at Man United, to what he was doing at Juventus. Yeah. And they've just gone, we'll get like shitloads of money for him. And no. that's where Man United are at now, in, in my mind. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, that that's it's a massive point, isn't it? I think that's but that's I think part of part of Manchester United. I mean, they're not we, we don't tie Manchester United and Manchester City with the same brush monetarily, but they're both on a similar on a similar wavelength in terms of funds available. Mm. But Manchester, Man United have earned their, yeah. their money. You can so respect them for that. That's my that's yeah, the point yeah. I'm making. So they do it. At least they do it legitimately. Yeah. So at least like don't he, get Ben started. <laughs> But no, so say, so they bring a Pogba in for a marketing purpose, they will sell a ton of shirts. They bring Ibrahimovic in, they'll sell a ton of shirts. Yeah. Lukaku will sell shirts. I mean, going back to even like your Schweinsteigers, your Di Maria's, they will bring names in that even if they don't fit the system, they'll make the money back on them whether they play well or not. Yeah. Alexis Sanchez probably yeah, not one. Exactly, yeah. Alexis Sanchez. It's, the way they, that club is run is brilliant in terms of a marketing and a PR exercise like you've just said. The way it's run in a football perspective is terrible because, I mean, you've got the, the Glazers and um, I forget the guy that's had yeah, their transfers. Would. That's the one, and that that want one thing. Mm. You've got Rina that wants one thing, and the team probably wants somewhere in the middle. Yeah, and, and the fans want the same thing. Yeah, yeah. and, and the, the fans are up shit creek. What mm. do they want? Yeah. Like, they're all. You look on Twitter, it's. Mourinho out. It's gone Wenger all over again. Yeah. It's, it's a club divided, fighting over their own club. It, yeah. It's mental, and it's for me. It's it, it's much deeper than Pogba because I mean, you look at you, you could go through that team and go like, well. They all probably play at an average of a five, and then you look at the ceilings, and it's sort of like, well, Pogba will play between a five and a nine every week, and then Lukaku will probably play well. I discounted the last few games between a four and an eight, and then you've got players like Sanchez that will play between a four and a six. I don't know if Sanchez gets a game after time. No, that's the problem. But it's in terms of that's their their, their ceiling should be here, mm. and they've come into a into a system that I think is archaic, and I think that's that's Mourinho's biggest criticism. And I think he's he's he's. Every, every all of football know that. Like say, you go back to two thousand and eight Mourinho, between two thousand and four and two thousand and eight Mourinho, when he was his team was the team. Mm. I used to hate going to play Chelsea because you knew you'd be lucky to score, let alone win. When he had that that check, Aspilicueta sort of um, Aspilicueta check. Who's the right back that that was really good? No idea. Who's name? I I really liked him, but Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. When they check Jeremy Bob. Brendan, yeah, no, so, but it went back when he had Jeremy that. Jeremy was a fucking footballer. He was at Real Madrid. He went to Chelsea, and he was a right back. No, Ivanovic. Okay, Ivanovic oh, yeah. is going on. Okay, I'm going way back. Yeah, okay. no, no, no. So when it was Ivanovic, Terry, sort of that uh, Ashley Cole, that awesome defense that everybody knew that was sort of impassable. And his his defensive football worked. Yeah, because that's the way football was then. You you built from the back and you went on with there. Modern football. Is the opposite. I mean, they've they've got the market and the PR perfect. They do it better than anyone else. Yeah. The football hasn't followed. Yeah. And I mean, you look at Guardioli, you look at Klopp, you look at um, Sari, you look at Pochettino. All of them play fluid, attacking football. And look where they are in the league. And look what yeah. yeah. speaks for itself. And then you look at a man that's got the players. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to use his players. No. I mean, you can argue. Yep, yeah, he needs he needs a centre back desperately. 
But when you're playing Lindelof, Matic, well, he, bought, centre-backs. he bought Lindelof and he bought uh, Eric Bailly. Yeah, and he's waiting shipping Bailly out. Yeah, and that's, so, but then he uses him as a scapegoat when they don't have a good game. But then he also doesn't develop youth. No. Either I know he's got Scott McTominay and now he keeps rewarding like the best player that they've got because it's sort of a, 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 a yeah, reward for himself. Credit, yeah, it? exactly. We take credit for himself when, yeah. it, when it when it goes good. Yeah, um, you could talk about you could literally talk about United for ages because it's. Yeah, I'm it's, pretty sure we do this every week. It's a literal Pandora's box. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Um, right, well, fuck them then. It's a room call. It's actually... <laughs> Feed them right. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, should look at this through... Not through red tinted glasses, Let's but you know. Um, but yeah, um, is there a title challenge on Bailey? Um, we can't go unnoticed. There's a there's a new team at the top of the table. Uh, Lauren, do you know who it is? Some random team. Random team. Yeah. Very nice one. I don't think they're playing. They're they're in Merseyside. Mm. It won't be Everton. No, it won't be Everton because they lost to the other team. Uh, Merseyside. Yeah. I think it's Liverpool. Right? Oh shit! It is. Yeah. Um, yeah, Liverpool are top of the league. Uh, we're yes. all very happy in here. Yep. Uh, I did try to do that without rented glasses, but yeah, fuck it. Um, <laughs> it'll be fine. Uh, bar Liverpool, and it doesn't get discussed enough because everyone keeps talking about Liverpool, Man City, and I don't think, in the context of things, there's Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal that are that far behind. Nope. Uh, seven points in the grand scheme of things, well, eight points even, mm-hmm. is not a lot. Given that there's so many fixtures between now and say January or yep. to the first week in January, that could easily turn around. Liverpool will gain nine points in a week. Yep, massive. massive, massive. So we're nearly we're nearly halfway through the season. So I want to I want to break it down to okay. actually no, we'll just do the title for now. Okay. Who in your mind now? Because you can start to get a, a shape for 
what competitions people are in, the state of the squads. Who do you think is in in the conversation? Is it just Liverpool City, or is is there more to it than that? Because in, in my mind, I'll just throw this at you. Yeah, go for it. Chelsea. That mo- most of that Chelsea squad won the title. Yep. Two seasons ago. Yep. I mean, and they've got a decent manager. Yeah, two seasons ago. So we've yeah. got a decent manager. They've got the players there. They've got the mindset, the mentality, everything there because they, they, they are champions. Mm-hmm. In my mind, they're easily in that conversation. Maybe yep. Spurs not so much because they didn't reinforce in the summer. Mm. Um, but I'd be interested to, to see what you think. It's mental for me because this is this is exactly how I'd love the league to pan out. Because you go back, I'm so tired of it being like the last season was just boring. It was so boring. This it was done by now, wasn't it? It was done, and I wasn't interested in watching any football. I mean, we were the only teams that beat C, so it was like we watch us anyway. So we, there was there was no extra joy from watching anybody else. And I mean, like you said, I think Chelsea. I think they 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 come under fire because I mean, they, who did they did they lose in the week? They beat City. Yeah, no, not, not oh, in a week. week. Yeah, they lost to the Wolves, didn't they? they lost to the Wolves. So yeah. that's the thing with Chelsea. I think that they are suffering Liverpool two seasons ago syndrome, where mm. they can mash, they can smash top six. Yeah, comes to a lower team, and not to discredit Wolves, by the way. I think Wolves are a fantastic yeah, team. I think, yeah. I think that they are massive underdogs in the league, and I really like the way they play football. But it's still that dropping down to the the, the bottom, the bottom fourteen teams. That's where you pick your points up in a title race. Yeah, and it, 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 we we were masters of it. Come two three seasons ago when we had Coutinho, we were, we had the best sort of top six dual record. Yeah, what did he get? Got just about top four. Yeah, so it's it's a whole. Yeah, it's fine if you want to be a sort of a giant killer and, and taking on City, but then it's you've, you've got to have the results consistently elsewhere. And I think that that's where Spurs struggle. I think they struggle. In, uh, in the Champions League that they've shown I think they've struggled they've, they've struggled. got a tough group to be fair they have got a tough group and I think I mean they've, they've got Barca at home haven't they yeah. Barca away Barca Newcomb. Away, yeah. um, Spurs I think are going to find it the most difficult not because I, th- I, don't, I don't think they've got I think their depth in squad has always been an issue but that's been the, that's been the case for three years now I mean mm. you can't keep harping back to them saying I know but they didn't buy anyone this summer did they whereas before they, they bought like Sanchez and they bought Lucas Moura didn't yeah. they and it, and it is important. Maybe they'll buy in January. Who knows? I mean, if they, if they're sitting third, I mean, if you're Pochettino and you get the money, you're going to have to. You're going to need to mm. buy somebody just in case, just to cover whether that's a midfielder or a forward. They might even have the new stadium by yeah by Christmas. Oh, imagine know. that. Yeah. I suppose not Wembley, but Arsenal. Arsenal, a really exciting team for me. I think that if you want my league prediction, mm-hmm. it would be. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say us, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to say City. Yeah. And then I'm going to say Chelsea, and then I'm going to say Arsenal. Yeah, because I think the way Arsenal play football is has its faults, like any team does. But the way that, that I don't know if you watched the game, um, the Arsenal game again, who they play, uh, Huddersfield. So it looked it looked like a draw game, one 0 But they had about five golden clear cut should have scored. Lacazette went th- did the keeper in a brilliant move that was wrongfully flagged for offside, mm-hmm. and. The way that they can attack reminds us of last season, yeah. uh, of us. So they have a pretty weak defence. I mean, they've got it, it's, it's fine, but you've got the likes of Lichsteiner and an aging defence, yeah, and, and players in there that are, are old. And Leno, I don't, I don't really rate Leno. But then you've got players like Gendouzi, he's really bright. Terreira, that, that that front two of Lacazette goal was incredible as well. Yeah, it was lovely. It, that 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 combination of Aubameyang and Lacazette is any. He's found a formula. Dream. Yeah, he's found a formula, hasn't he? Yeah, um, you know, Emery to to get some. And that's and that, but that's a team that any any manager could have come into, and been like, oh my, what a gold mine! Imagine having Lacazette and Aubameyang at your disposal. Like whether you've got a, a back of like whether you've got a 
sort of a fourth escort of a back. You've got a Bugatti exactly, Veyron front, exactly, haven't you? Exactly what we were. Yeah, Matic Lovren at the back and Manny Salfamino up front. And that's where I think Arsenal can do it. I think that if we did it, yeah. I think they've easily got a good, a, a fantastic uh, front three um, or four and a, a very strong enough midfield to do it. So I think Spurs and, of course, Ars- uh, Man United lose out. I'm fine with that. I'll tell you, I agree with everything you said there. Arsenal are a bit of a surprise package for me in the sense that if you look back at last season and the whole Wenger out stuff and he'd had enough, I think you alluded to it before when you said about that's where Man United are at now. Yeah. To turn it round so quickly and not, he hasn't really bought anyone, but like you said, he's, he's found, he's found his like gold nugget and going, that's where my team's going to, yeah. well, A, get goals, but like that's the my best performing side of, of yeah. the team. Yeah. And he's got a rapport with Lacazette and Aubameyang that they never had last season. No. So what he's done with them, I, I don't know um, and I think they need to overcompensate like we did by firing all cylinders yeah. knowing that they might concede at the back because in fact Lichstein and Socrates have, have been pretty decent they've for been, me I like, I like Mustafi yeah. not Mustafi who's the um, Holden no Klasinac Klasinac oh, the left back yeah um, I think he's he's decent as well he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's a bit aggressive like, but I, think, I think that's what Arsenal need I and mean, that's what my United don't have as well actually but every time I look at their defence I just think you're not my United quality defenders. they've got mm-hmm. United have got a hole this big yeah. a Virgil van Dijk size hole that they should have taken when they had the chance and they won't get a centre back like that the closest thing they could get to that is Kudo Bali sort of a player that can come in and yeah but if you're an outside player like, like we said they're not going to get him no. I'll tell you for a fact no. I mean who, who is enticed Harry Maguire turned him down he plays for Leicester. Seventy-five yeah. million pound, Harry yeah. Maguire, and he still said no, and that speaks volumes to the way you play. You can, you can offer all the kit deals and all the brand deals and all of this is what we're going to do for your personal image or you want. If you can't play football, no yeah. one's going to want to play for you. No, and that's the difference between Manchester United and Arsenal is that Arsenal had that both of them had terrible defences last season, and although um, what's Arsenal's manager's name? I forgot. Unai Emery. Emery came in and he was like, he's like, okay. I can't, I can't go and buy that one man that's going to sort of change my whole midfield and my whole defence. He went and got two players that are aged, but they're very experienced, and he replaced his goalkeeper. Mm. And it completely changed the way... It, it, didn't, it didn't have to change the, the face of their defence, like it had, like our um, vigilante has done to us, as long with Allison. It just had to, to make it secure. It just had to make the, the players in front to of build them confident. To build a process, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whereas Manchester United have instead bought nobody. Uh, so as a result, you've seen players like De Gea completely crumble in form because it's 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 a run through effect the way we go on about Van Dijk and Allison have done wonders for the rest of our team imagine what it's like for the, these players they've yeah. got nobody coming in to sit in front of them and it's just it must shoot their confidence every game I would love to live in a parallel universe where my United don't have De Gea and see where they're at I mean there was a, we are in the lovely lovely ballpark now of saying Alisson saved us this amount of points yeah, yeah. in mm. this game the hair still does it for them he, he I know, I know he, he made a mistake last week didn't he yeah but it's, it's goalkeepers yeah. isn't it but it's you, you go back to last season the season before he was literally saving them 17-18 points a season I mean they did a, they did a graph of where they should be and it was like 8th yeah. because of his performances and it's it's showing now that he's I mean if if, if he was on top form and they had a, a strong defence they would be nowhere near where they are now but it just shows it goes back to the point of I don't think the team just I don't think the team believe in the style of play anymore no but it's nice does. to watch isn't it it's lovely to watch and like I say that's where Arsenal and Manchester United differ uh, just a quick word on Man City then um, first of all I know we've spoken about it on other shows but and we said it before if this time our season the league was done if you're Man City Mm-hmm. What are you thinking about Liverpool being a on top? On top yeah, I was going to say breathing down your necks, but being on, being on top and playing 
I don't think we've been playing crap, just a, a different style of football, but not as gung ho as they are. Still getting results, still mm. winning. They're literally and every time they win a game, it is literally shit. Like they are so scared, like because all the pressure's on them. Yeah, I mean, you have to to do it twice in a row is so difficult. But they've been lauded as this greatest team of the Premier League era. This is the greatest team in Europe. I mean, if you're carrying that pressure and you lose into and it's what so going back to the, what happened with the final what happened on the uh, match build up for, so to me it is so much like in 300 where there's Leonidas and they're they're attacking um, Xerxes and his army and Xerxes is there as his all powerful guard sort of he thinks he's, a, he's, a, he's above mankind and Leonidas throws a spear at him and it doesn't kill him it just grazes his cheek but it shows him that he can bleed and it just makes him, it shows him that he's human, yeah. and he's like, and he's bewildered. He's like, I'm not this god man that I, I thought I was. And it's the same with Man City. Manchester City fans were like, How have we lost? How have we lost a city? As if it's not obvious. Like yeah. you, you look at look at Leon. You don't have a right to win every fucking game. You don't have a right yeah. to win it, and that's that's the sense of entitlement that's come from Manchester City. And it's like you've got a great team, you've got a great manager, blah 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 blah. We know it, mm. but at the end of the day as soon as you're attacked like Leon have as soon as you attack like Chelsea have as soon as a team come out and don't respect you the way you think you deserve respect yeah. it completely shows and it they, they crumbled against Chelsea and it went to show like you look at any Manchester City fan page I'm not going to promote any of them because they're all terrible okay. but you look at any tw- uh, Manchester City fan page they're all why, why Liverpool here why won't they just go away because they're yeah, scared that, yeah. they're yeah. just scared because they don't they, they want to be walking the league because they don't want the pressure because that's what they're used to yeah they yeah. don't want to be challenged by a, another football team because they think we've put enough money into it here we deserve this like how much money do you have to put in it's bottom of the line is you did walk it last season but we've invested smartly we've been patient and we're ready now we're really ready to challenge and I think after the Chelsea game and the way the table looks now, I think they realise it too. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, only sixteen games in, and nothing's been won. But it's it's far more exciting than last season. So have even like you said, Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal, potentially in the mix for yeah. it rather than it just being done. It's, proper, it's the way the league should be. Us. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was a bit boring last year, wasn't it? Um, City have the better squad in my mind, um, but do you think they'll be challenging for more? Because it was last season was the fact they're going to do the the quadruple. Is that right? Yeah, they went for what, the what? FA Cup, League Cup, yeah. Champs and League. Yeah, but I mean, me, me, Lauren and um, and Andy had a really interesting conversation upstairs. Is when you look at the way they played against Chelsea. So they played Sterling as their striker. Mm-hmm. Sane was awful. He offered nothing. He got taken off, didn't he? He got taken off. Aguero's injured. Aguero's that's and that's the crux of the argument we're going to get to. Is I think that say if they lose another game before January, before we play them. So they lose or they draw another game and that gap grows just a bit. Maybe it grows by a point, two points. They're going to have to buy someone in January because they're building their team on a player that is coming from playing really, really good football and then he gets injured for a while and then he plays really good football. And you had Jesus who was, when he first came in, he was a good player and he sort of got goals for them, but he's not been about lately. He's not, he's not doing the goals for Brazil. He's not doing the goals for City. If I was a City fan, I'd be worried. Because you can go on about your your incredible front three, and it is good on its day, the same as ours is. But the thing is, I don't think that they are prepared for sort of a long a long standing spell without Aguero. And no. I think I think it's mad that as you just said that when you're a Liverpool fan and you look at like the fixtures that are coming up, yeah, you kind of think with a lot of football there, and you kind of plan of like you look at your squad and who you're going to yeah, play. The contingency you, you, plan yeah, for yeah, the yeah, games, you're going to drop. But yeah, in your own mind as a fan, yeah. But I never once thought about. 
everyone else is in the same boat. Yeah. You know, Man City have got three, four injuries. The style of football that they play, mm-hmm. the press that they play, they the, missed the free throw exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they they must be running on on legs. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's like it's running on legs. Like yeah, everyone else, they are definitely running on <laughs> yeah. legs. But they, um, it goes back to the whole point of they. It's, I think this was a wake up call because I, I I tweeted out that it felt like the league really geared up a level because I think they took a, st- a step back and looked at themselves like we're not this immortal person that we think we are, and I think. It shows. I mean, you, you talked about obviously have they got the legs to challenge on two fronts? Of course, the same way we have. But we're both. They've been beaten in in Europe. We've been beaten in Europe. They're two different breeds. At this have point. we been beaten in the league? No, have we they? Have not Ross. Um, oh no. I mean, it's not actually on that sheet of paper. But we. Yeah, all, I was going to say. All, I was like played goal difference points. Uh, but yes, they have. They lost two 0 to Chelsea. I'd like to remember, just just bring that. To up be fair, time. the first half they batted Chelsea. And got done on against the runner play. Yeah, but or which I'm also fine with, by the way. Yeah, such as football. We, we I find that hard to watch because I wasn't really cheering for Chelsea because I fucking hate them. It was because this was this was, was funny because it is literally like it's such a strange spectacle to watch. Like just looking at their chance, it's literally like Chelsea, Chelsea, uh, Chelsea yeah. against. Come on, City! Come on! It's like it's like two robots fighting. There's no personality, no charisma, nothing. It's just sort of like you've pumped shitloads of money into two robots that are like like real steel, yeah. and you just got two robots fighting. And it's oh, just movie like, references today, Bailey. Uh, well, it's like, if you sack Ben off, then you'll get a much better show. I'm just saying. Lauren, anything to say on that? Amy, no. I'm joking, Ben. I actually, uh, I really this. appreciate He's it. Too busy with his multiple jobs in union birthday. <laughs> Selfish prick. Scum. Um, I'm joking, we love you, Ben. Uh, next, then, well, I was going to look ahead to the, the Christmas fixtures, but then I realised how fucking many fixtures there are between then, so me and Ben will do that next week. Uh-huh. Um, Liverpool versus United coming up. So I mentioned it before, for me, it's the biggest game in football. Yep. Uh, one, how do you see it going? Mourinho's record at Anfield against top six is superb. They always seem to get a result. So yeah, I think you, you actually mentioned it before. If Liverpool are on. Not on fire, but the top of the league, the business. Look at United. We already explained shite. Yep. Irrelevant when it comes to, to yep. this, this game. Yeah. And, I mean, and part of me, I like, I shouldn't think it. I was just thinking, they're going to play, they're going to park the bus, not be interested in the fucking game. Fellaini will come on with his skinhead. I elbow someone in the face and the, Lukaku will score off his arse. But that is it. Like as much I as don't you want to have laugh, that negative mindset. As much as you want to laugh, that is exactly what's going to happen. And it's it's literally like, why have we got to play him now? Why is it set us up to fall so nicely? Like we're all celebrating at the weekend, saying, "Yeah, City have lost. Finally, we're the only team left unbeaten." Then we've got to go into play a must-win in the Champions League against Napoli, and then a must must win against right. United. I, I also don't want them to take this record off us of not being beaten yet, and we get. Beat by United, if and it's I, gone. It's like for fuck's sake. If, if we lose that game, I will not. I will delete Twitter. I think yeah. because I will. It doesn't matter how shit they are. It doesn't matter that they're sick and they're battling Bournemouth for their position in the league. They will hold us above us for the rest of the, of this year. Uh, and I don't mean just 2018. I mean that the, also the says that also says a lot about their mindset. The fact that my United fans will be happy that they, they beat us. Yeah, but are still sixth in the in the table. Yeah, I mean you look at like the Everton and Manchester United, and Manchester City sort of collab almost. Mm. It's sort of like Everton don't want us to win. Yeah. Manchester United don't want us to win, so they're in unison there. Yeah. And then Manchester City is saying to Manchester United, do us a favour. Yeah. It's like all the rivalries go out the window because there's some massive sort of... You've got agendas for everyone. Agenda against yeah. Liverpool. And it's like, it would be the biggest testament to our season to, to, to win. Yeah. I mean, if we can come out and we all know how he's going to play, we know he's going to try and shit out his way through the game. 
even if he tries to give us a game, fair, fair play, whatever. But we know that Mourinho is Mourinho and he's always been the same guy, especially his worst traits come out against Liverpool. And if we can literally stand up, if you can stand up to that man and say, we're Fuck a different Mourinho. Fuck you, Mourinho, and say, mm. we're a different breed now. We're long, long since the days of exposing Lovren and Trent at the back. Like, we're a unit now. We can, we can properly... We've got a defense. team. Yeah, yeah we've, got, we've got a proper defence that you don't have. And I think the way that we've changed in terms of the way we line up, like I say there's three different formations we can play. We know how to break teams down that want to low block, teams that probably can low block better than Manchester United can, considering the amount of goals that they've leaked this season. Yeah, yeah, true. The way that um, th- this would be, even if we beat it against Napoli, I think that this Manchester United game would be the biggest game of the season. Yeah. For me. Yeah, it's a big week, isn't it? It is a big week. That's what happens when you... Fighting on and it just happens to be freeview week in the same time. Oh shit! Well, well plugged. There you go. You should do marketing. That's <laughs> a joke because me and Ross both do marketing. Yeah, yeah, it is freeview week. So uh, if you're listening or watching this, this is free. As is all the other content from this week, which is a double bonus because there's two games, which means double the content. You're so lucky, all what of you. Could you want? Uh, and if you want even more content, you can do your free month. Yes, you, you should do this every week. Me and Ben never do this. Ah, it's fine. Um, what are we on, Lauren? 46, right then, quickly, um, we discussed the top so far, um, mm-hmm. I feel like we don't we don't talk about the bottom enough. Oh, I love talking um, about the bottom, Ross. Let's see what you did there, it's funny. <laughs> Ben's never coming back on this now, <laughs> uh, made a rude joke. Um, so similar to discussed before about where's, who's going to finish top four, five, six or whatever, mm-hmm. equally at the bottom, if you go below, say, 13th Watford, there's yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams there. I think are all capable of being in the shit. This is such uh, a shit show down here, isn't it? There is a, a, possibly a, a caveat in that that if Mike Ashley sells Newcastle, because it has, it's been rumored yeah. that he wants to do wow. it before January to get someone in with a bit of money to back Rafa. Um, otherwise, fantastic. I think they're up shit creek. Burnley yeah. are another one. Um, I, I think I mentioned to you before. I've got a mate who's a, who's a Burnley fan mm-hmm. in uni, and he's been dice out. He's just like. I don't understand that mindset because I don't know who else you'd get in, but I don't yeah. understand how it's gone, how so horribly wrong for Mourinho, them. probably, eventually. Uh, yeah, okay, I can see him there. Um, we'd have to change hotel, though. Um, <laughs> if you were to take a guess now, out of those, who who's going? Um, definitely Fulham. Yeah, I think Fulham's a dead sir. I mean, they, Fulham have spent a lot of money as well. They spent they really £100, million, £100 million, the same as Wolves. It, it feels like you're just throwing shit at the wall and open it sticks, isn't it, at that yeah. point? Because it's, I mean, we did it My when we sold hobby. Suarez. Yep. We saw, we did it, Spurs did it when they sold Bale. Yep. Throwing a load of money into four or five different players does not equal anything. It's just, it's poor investment. Minus 24 goal difference as well. It's just, just a disgrace. It's mental. Like, I mean, I think Fulham are a dead cert to go down. And, and, and you can't blame them. Like, when you watch Fulham, like, when Fulham play Huddersfield, it looks like a championship game. Like, it, it's like, why is this on BT? It should be on Channel 5. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is, no one's enjoying this football. Um, Newcastle, I really like. I really hope that, mainly because I made the mistake of putting, like, two or three of their uh, players in my... Oh, yeah, I put the cells in my front. Yeah. yeah. Check that for ages. Hosselu. Hosselu is my striker. Is it? I, I swapped him out for Felipe Anderson, and he's been doing bits, so it's okay, fine. So, okay. um, Newcastle, I hope they do, that they, they sell it, because I think they are worth way more than... Uh, if they don't, the fox because I think I don't know if Rafa will Rafa leave. won't stay no, um, he, he won't stay and it, it's it, it would then it's looking like dark days for them because mm. it's like they've, they've done the championship and it might just end up being that whole sort of like 
you go down, you come back up, you go down. Yo-yo. It's miserable, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's a yo-yo. Um, um, if, so, Fulham, Southampton. Southampton for me. Southampton's fucking I've terrible. Not, I've barely won. I just don't care for them anymore. Like, oh, okay. So, they sat Mark Hughes and they got someone else in, which I haven't researched. They've got a new manager. Do they have any um, players that we can steal? I think we're done with that, you know. I think we're shopping at a different bracket now. Are we? Southampton's so, like... They, Southampton were like the Lidl Wildy. Yeah. I was going to go B&M's, but yeah. No, but we're at Waitrose now, mate. Or Marks and Andy's on the yeah, checkout. Yeah. Um, not, just, not just any centre half. This is a handcrafted Dutch, bearded, beautiful, chiselled man. Call me Virgil. Um, but no. Anyway. <laughs> uh, right, but pick one more then, because we'll, 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 we'll use this against right. Newcastle, no. Palace, no. Burnley, no. So it's between Cardiff and others. I just passed out below Palace where they had a good start to the season, didn't they? Yeah, they've got enough quality, especially Zaha signed like what, a four or five year deal yeah. at the start of this year. So he'll, he'll come back. I, I think I want it to be Burnley or Cardiff. And I don't know if that's because I just don't like Neil Warnock. Or you just don't like your mate. Who? Your Burnley mate. You just want to see him cry. Yeah. Yeah, Cardiff. Yeah, actually there. Yeah. And and that in between is thing, Burnley can fuck off, so <laughs> Yeah, well we can we can all agree that I've Burnley can fuck off. So Burnley, Southampton, Fulham. Yep. Okay, but the same thing. Okay. Um yeah, I think we'll wrap it up there. That was, yeah, that was uh, lovely. My fur, you've taken my around the league virginity. I will use that at some point in the future. I don't know. Do to do that right now. Um, did we do the third teaser? Yeah. Did we? Yeah, I think so. What was it? I think we bottled the last one. What was the last one? The teapot one. Oh yeah, the teapot one, Ross. Yeah, the teapot, which is two words. <laughs> go on. Uh, yeah, go on. Then. We've got some time to kill. Your hands or your arms. Your breath. You what? Your breath. So you get this electric quick fire knowledge from Ben Kelly. It's so fragile even just saying its name. Silence. Right, on that note, uh, Bailey, thank you very much. You're welcome, Uh, Ross. I think it might be me and Ben next week. I don't know if he's... uh, he could be after sure. Yeah, he might have another birthday. His standards have slipped. Yeah, I don't think it's even his birthday. I think he just made it up. I think he wanted a day off. Yeah, I mean, probably have Christmas in a couple of yeah. weeks, yeah. wouldn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah, and then New Year, something or other. Couple, we'll just so much Al Ben. Yeah. All right. Um, what is he now? Thirteen, fourteen, Ben now. Yeah. yeah. Spider Man cake. Yeah. Oh bless him. Uh, yeah. So Ben's off school next week. Uh, he'll be in with me. Um, if not, thank you very much for watching. Uh, don't forget to watch all the other content on the website while you're here. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, go over to the website and go and, go and fill your boots with interviews with Jurgen Klopp. I know you took the piss out of it before, but Lucas Lever's over there as yes. well. There's, there's obviously loads over there. So if you get